0: Yeah. yeah. Welcome to another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I'm Eugene Bach, your host for this time, and I am coming to you live on delay from somewhere within the borders of Cambodia. That beautiful sound that you've just heard has been the singing and praise and worship at a house group meeting that we had this morning in Cambodia. I've had an amazing time for the last couple days in Cambodia. It hasn't been an easy couple days, mainly because I've been the main speaker and I've been speaking for about eight to 10 hours. Yesterday and for several hours today, today was not an easy day because I had to speak for about three hours in Chinese. I My translator from the first day had left, and Pastor Joshua, the, the pastor that I work with, uh, has zero mercy uh, with me at all. So he threw me out there and made me do the courses, introducing different countries within the Back to Jerusalem window from China into Jerusalem, the places that we're working in, introducing that to the teams that have come to Cambodia for training. Cambodia has developed so much for the Back to Jerusalem teams that it has actually become an, an overseas training ground for the Chinese. So many of the Chinese that we were working with uh, today and yesterday inside of Cambodia are not individuals that are necessarily called to Cambodia, but people that have come to Cambodia for back-to-Jerusalem training with one of the underground house church networks. What they've been doing inside of Cambodia has been absolutely phenomenal. And I really want to give a shout-out to our gatekeepers, those that are supporting us through gatekeepers and praying for our projects, because... What you are essentially doing is providing funds that allows us to support projects like that which is happening in Cambodia. Um, we we If you go to our website right now, you will not see anything that has anything to do with raising funds for Cambodia, but we are able to use the funds for those that give where most needed as well as those that are supporting Gatekeeper it has been a, a, just a, such a huge blessing that has allowed us to support the projects that ba- Back to Jerusalem with Pastor Joshua has had in Cambodia. Right now, they are uh, starting a farm in an area where the Kamaru Rouge soldiers um, are they don't have a job at the moment so they're all farmers and they're not the, the, the farms have not been very successful so the back to Jerusalem missionaries have started a farm and then they use that to train many of the Khmer Rouge soldiers if you're not familiar with the Khmer Rouge soldiers they are the ones that fought under Pol Pot and annihilated so many tens of thousands of their own countrymen So many of these guys are living with the nightmares of taking many lives. I mean, you're, when, if you've ever been to the killing fields of Cambodia, you go into, uh, Nam Pen and I just some of the most gruesome acts that man has ever been involved in, especially there's one place that's very, very vivid. It is a killing tree. It's called the killing tree and that just to save on bullets. What the soldiers would do, the Khmer Rouge soldiers, is they would grab the children by their feet, these babies, young babies, um, grab them by their feet and then just swing their bodies and smash their heads against the killing tree. So that killing tree provided uh, a way that many of the babies could be killed without using bullets because bullets were so precious for the poor armies of the Khmer Rouge that fought under Pol Pot. Just horrible, horrible things. But now back to Jerusalem, missionaries from China are able to take the gospel to them in Cambodia. Uh, we also can't give details about some of the projects that we're supporting right now inside of North Korea. We have a team that is in Pyongyang. Uh, right now they're doing amazing work. Uh, they're scouting out the next project that we are supporting financially And because we cannot give details, it's not really easy for us to raise funding for that. So gatekeepers have been uh, an amazing blessing. Throughout this podcast, I just want to play random clips of the Chinese doing praise and worship while we were in Cambodia. You know, I get to hear this on a regular basis, but this time when I was in Cambodia listening to the praise and worship of of the Chinese, I was just so moved. Because the back to Jerusalem missionaries have this passion during some of the, during some of the singing, during some of the prayers that you'll hear throughout this podcast today, you're going to hear tears and crying and and people just wailing, uh, really feeling the heavy burden of their sins. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Really, really beautiful because it, there's a certain innocence to it. There's a passion to it, where the Chinese are so ready to take the gospel into the darkest regions. They know what it's like to live in a country that persecutes Christians. They know what it's like to not have a Bible of your own. They know what it's like to be living in a country that persecutes you because you believe in the one true God. 原来极大的死亡 If you've ever been in an underground house church in China, this is exactly what you hear. This, this is the DNA of prayer for the back to Jerusalem missionaries. And the underground church inside of China. It may not sound like what you're used to in your church, and that's completely fine. This has been an indigenous development inside of China. This is what the anointing has been inside of China. And whether you kind of like that style or you don't like that style, whether you find something wrong with it, the way that they pray or you don't find a way uh, anything wrong with the way that they pray, it doesn't really matter. Because this is the prayer that has been the seed of revival inside of China. And to be honest, I don't know if it's that I'm getting older. I don't know if I there, you know, because when I, I, I've i lived over half my life in China and I know and it may not sound good that I'm going to say this, but I know that this is not going to last forever. I know that this kind of passion, this kind of uh, fervent prayer is not going to last forever. If we've learned anything from the old Testament is that mankind usually goes through this kind of like roller coaster ride throughout their lifetime where you have a generation that's been persecuted. They cry out to God and, and they, they passionately want to get closer to God. But, over time, the next generation or the generation after that, because God lifts them out. He hears their prayer. And then you have a a generation that basically is blessed from the, the prayer and sacrifices of the previous generation that cried out to get close to God. And then that next generation or the next generation after that or the next generation after that begins to be very um, – uh, they, they, they don't really care so much. They don't really know so much. They become apathetic. There, there's this apathy that sets in that makes them not so in tune with crying out to God. And in fact, somewhere along the line, they begin to think that, you know what? I'm actually responsible for my own destiny. I am, respons- I, I am the kind of person that picks myself up by my own bootstraps. God didn't bring me here. I brought me here. And then after you have this period of self-reliance, then you start to turn towards other gods. You start to go into different religions and pray to other gods. This is the roller coaster of the Old Testament. We see it over and over and over, not just in the Old Testament, but also in Christian nations today. If you look throughout Europe and America, you will see... Nations that have been blessed from the generations that have gone before them and then the generations that come after them somewhere along the line lose their way. I, I find it strange that it's usually the children or the grandchildren of those Hard workers that came in and, and made a product or they they, they built a legacy. Uh, these These individuals that had this can-do spirit, somehow their grandchildren or the great-grandchildren that inherited the blessings or the wealth of these can-do individuals that worked very hard end up becoming extremely liberal. I mean, if you look at the most liberal campuses in the United States today – most of them, the, the overwhelming majority of them, are individuals that come from very well-to-do homes, that come from homes where the parents and the grandparents worked very, very hard for what they have. They they took very conservative approaches, and then their children and great-grandchildren become almost more socialist, communist in their thinking. Um, and, and we see that with those that follow after Christ as well, that there is this generation that finds themselves in basic slavery like the Jews in Egypt. They call out to God. They cry out to God. God hears their prayer. They cling to Him. They cling to His Word. God blesses them, and then somewhere along the line, apathy sets in, self-reliance sets in, and then there becomes a turn inevitably towards some other false religion, false god. So I know that in China it's probably not going to last forever maybe that's why I enjoy hearing these prayers that's why I enjoy hearing this this the singing that they have during some of the singing and some of the prayers you will hear the passion coming out with tears you'll 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 hear individuals crying even though you can't see them you can hear it uh during their their prayer and singing so it's it's something that I I find very Special and something to treasure. That was another beautiful song one that's written by xiaoming if you're not familiar with xiaoming um inside of china she is known as the person who has written the canon songs these are the main seats. so you don't hear a lot of western songs coming from hillsong uh what you would sing in a western church service like in america or in europe you know And and, and that's a very interesting thing. Like, I can travel to America. I travel to many different churches and preach around the United States as well as in Europe. Also travel together with Brother Yun. And I can hear the same songs sung by the Western church over and over and over. And it's a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. But the Chinese have their own unique songs that have come from one special farm girl. And she is uh, a, a real treasure. And I'm going to end this podcast here in Cambodia with a special prayer and singing. So you'll hear just a, a, amazing singing and then it will end in prayer. Thank you so much for joining us for another Back to Jerusalem podcast. I pray that this is a blessing to you and all of you, those that listen. God bless you.